Willkommen zu die Hoff und Heavy Podcast. Um, heute wir haben uh, Herr Chris Bellman. Um, Chris, guten Tag. I, I, was, I was doing much better until I just heard that intro, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was having a great day. Had gotten out to see, I had lunch with Brian earlier, been been shopping, doing all kinds of things, and then I had to hear that. Now, well, Chris, I'm that doesn't mood. set the that doesn't set the standard very high because I remember FaceTiming you this morning, four a.m. your time, and you answered almost immediately due to some turbulent weather you guys were having. Yeah, we uh, it was tornadoes came through Nashville last night. So when you were when you FaceTimed yeah. me at four a.m., well, you texted me, I guess. At, at about 4 a.m. and I responded immediately and then you yeah. FaceTimed me That's while concerning. I was taking I was I was on the ba- on the toilet actually. Uh, oh. So that was a fun time talking to you on the toilet and at yeah. four o'clock in the morning waiting for the tornadoes to be done. And uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's safe, it seems. I've yeah. talked to Graham about his parents and then Brian and his parents are all are all good. I think Brian still has is out of power. We actually tried to go to lunch at uh, Toyama Japanese Steakhouse today and Ooh. They had no power of it. It's a little place over by Brian's uh, condo. Oh, they had no power. Great place. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's just uh, yeah. they had no power, so that was unfortunate. We had to go to a Mexican place instead. Oh, no, vo- no onion volcano without the power. I know. It was very yeah. unfortunate. Uh, Chris, tell me this before, you know, before we move on to important stuff. Uh, did you ever think of going to Samford during all of this? Because the last time a tornado oh. tried to go through Samford, uh, it stopped at the gates and ran <laughs> I did. You know what? I actually, I, I had almost forgotten about that, but in my, in my like a deepest moment of terror, as we were huddled together in the bathroom in my condo, I thought maybe, maybe if I get Caroline Saunders to come and pray the tornado away, it'll protect my condo. But unfortunately she was not here to help me. No, she's too busy protecting Tyler Davis. Oh, well, fantastic. Chris, it's very, to be honest, it is good to hear your voice. That's, that's, you know, big coming, I think, from, from myself, but I know Graham um, loves to hear you anyway. And it's nice to have you on a show in which you're, you know, genuinely supposed to be invited to. Um, yeah, can you well, just tell you know. us like, yeah, how are things going? How are the spreadsheets? How, how is life over there in Nashville? What's, what's been going on? Well, as you know, my, my entire existence is these spreadsheets. So I, they're, mm-hmm. they're doing well. Um, you know, had uh, Nashville's great. The contingent is strong. We've got, uh, you know, oftentimes you forget about Will Moore as part of the contingent, but he's just That's such right. a valuable member as Brian and I are. So it's it's honestly insulting that you consistently just refer, refer to me and Brian as the contingent alone. Um, but, you know, it's, it's great. Everything's uh, it was getting colder here. It was actually 70. It's part of why we had tornadoes. It was 70 degrees yesterday. And then that, and now it's like thirty something tonight apparently. So it's been a quite a Jeez. quite a shock to the to the system. But otherwise, it's it's all good. I'll be actually getting um, lunch with Brad potentially in Birmingham on Monday. I'm going down there for work, uh, so hoping to try to swing by and see him and maybe maybe Joe and a couple other guys if if everyone's around. But um, well, Nashville's good, man. It'll be better once Harry comes home. Oh well, I'll be back um, sun. What well, the evening of Sunday the nineteenth? Um, yep. I think around seven thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, I will touch down at BNA, which is very exciting. Um, will you bring Maddox to the airport? Good question. Oh wow! I you know I tell you what I would. I'm not sure he'd get through security because he is a vicious, vicious animal, and I, I, he probably would attack people. Valid. Okay. Right. Leave him with Olivia. And Good then point. Just you uh, be there. Oh, I mean, I will. If you want me there, you better you better believe I'll be there. I would love the idea of coming like out the exit to my mom, dad, and sister who I haven't seen in a minute, <laughs> and then you as well. Um <laughs> just me and the Waymans hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Nothing would bring me more joy. Oh, I have to I have to coordinate that, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to get to get uh, Harry back in town, and and maybe Hoff will make another trip down through Nashville and tell me the day before that he needs to stay on my on my right. couch. Um, and, and then see everybody. Yeah, and then what the next day? Ask if I can stay one more night. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and then <laughs> you're always welcome. 
and then what Graham come over to your place when like it was peak COVID uh, and rightfully so uh, only be able to meet outside because of uh, COVID regulations. If I remember correctly, though, we had a little fire. And did we have marshmallows? I feel like we made s'mores. Or did I make that up? We, your, your mom brought out a absolute banger of a dinner for me. Uh, and then oh, she was just like, here, have this. And then I think you, you guys had already eaten. So it was kind of like just sitting out by the fire. Honestly, it was fantastic. It was one of my um, favorite memories of the 2020 pandemic. But I get host mode from my mom. It was fantastic. You ten out of ten. I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to hear it. Well, Bellman, how how's everything else? Um, how is Olivia? I haven't uh, I haven't Facetimed you recently and freaked her out with my um, <laughs> forwardness towards you. Yeah, she's doing great. Um, she just finished the first semester of MP school uh, this last Thursday, Ooh, actually. So fantastic! I saw, I saw that you celebrated with Chris Stapleton tickets. We did well, yeah. So the we did those those tickets were initially a birthday present for her back in the summer, but he uh, had to cancel his or delay whatever postpone his original show, which was like back in August or something like that. I don't know. It's been a while, but he had like laryngitis, so he had to reschedule. And then it mm. ended up being this week, and it kind of worked out perfectly because that was you know, Thursday was her last exam, and then we went to the concert last on Friday last night, and. Uh, it was a good time. I mean, I'm I'm certainly not the the biggest like concert guy, and I don't know that Chris Stapleton would be, would be my pick, but it was a good time. He's 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 very good live. Like he sounds good, so it was a good time. Oh, good. My sister was also there. I found out. Um, oh my gosh! Why didn't she come say hello? I know what could have been. What could I have mean, been? Honestly, there's a gold opportunity mess. To be fair, uh, Chris, did, what was your what was your attire for these? I can only imagine from. Our, our Birmingham days, I imagine you in a, like your nice white polo jeans and uh, mm. cowboy boots. You're, you would yeah. normally be wearing the shades as well with like the, was it like the cro like the thing, the thing in the back that connects the it crokies. or even like yeah. the croquis. I can only imagine you sporting that um, yeah. attire, but I think it might've been a bit too, perhaps a bit too cold. Um, you know, there's a couple things. Yeah. Probably a little cold there. Also, my I don't know whether it's just me becoming less of a douchebag or more COVID becoming far more casual. But man, I had a T-shirt, a jacket, like a uh, pullover, quarter zip, jeans, and all bird tennis shoes on. I did not oh care at all. Well done. And I was like, oh, I'm just here to hang out, and yeah, it looked looked appropriate. Like the quarter zip was was nice enough. What was it Lululemon? No, it was just some like masters golf quarter zip thing but it was okay. fun i mean we weren't trying to impress anybody it was a good time though you can't go wrong with a quarter zip no ever i know it's great but yeah, it actually it was, it was like 70 degrees so it was like we were walking as we walked from my condo down to broadway and, and i was like sweating by the time i got there because yeah. it was like we were freaking power walking of course and it was a little warm so it was good it was good i mean she like i said she's doing great um yeah, I'm sure she's excited to not have to study for anymore for the next month or so until the next semester starts up. That's right. And, and uh, she's excited to have Graham back. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to see both of y'all together. Yeah, and, uh, and she's she's gonna have to compete with you. She knows this, by the way. I've I've made sure she understands that you are first, and she has to she has to find a way to overtake you if this is ever gonna work. Well, I mean, that's uh, I mean, as long as she's okay with the current situation of the things that we do and the things that she can't do to you because that is my <laughs> first right of refusal then that's i'm right. all right with it that's fair that's that's she i think she understands the whole setup good that's good does she do the one thing that i do that you really like um no i won't i won't let her good. if it's the same good. thing we're talking about yeah no, i will not let her good 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 i'm also just conscious alice is next door don't know. <laughs> <Is there> any... <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have some explaining to do after this call. Uh-oh. Anyway, <laughs> let's just start away from that. Well, we'll finger guns our way over to fantasy. Uh, Bellman, how do we how do we feel about the season? I mean, you're 
you're in a pretty good well you're in a playoff position which from me and Graham's mm-hmm. perspective especially on based on historical stats that is a cherished prize that neither of us really whoa. get too often whoa 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 Hoff, yeah, but... I'm locked in six seed right I'm now I'm about to say now yeah, Hoff you better be careful because you know Graham has a has a good shot at the title this year it's it's true, and if yeah. that does happen, I also I'm I'm just going to point this out here. I'm I'm kind of low key rooting for both of you guys because I have three wins this season. Uh, can you name oh. two of those three wins? Well, I know you beat I know you beat me. That's you right. Beat me as well. That's right. Yes, you did, Harry. And then did so you also two of my beat three Brian? Wins. That's right. So okay, uh, if if I if I have the honor of winning. Um, in beating the champion, then I think in the bylaws, and, I, and I'm going to I'm going to take a quote from Brian here and just say that we voted on it in the last off season <laughs> when clearly we never actually ever did. But I'm just transitive property. Yeah, yeah, transitive exactly. Look, we we voted on this in the off season. If you beat the champion, then you don't have to do the TikTok thing, and it goes to whoever got eleventh place. Yeah, it's, it's why Vanderbilt is uh, national champions no matter what at this point. That's right. It's a it's a great it's a great rule to, to live by. Now, um, Hoff, what no, I mean, happens though, okay, What right? happens if you beat the champion and then that champion also has benched his entire team uh, this week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Grandma, also voted on that. How yes, we all. Uh-huh. And, I, and that was something I I very much would love to hear Chris's opinion about because yeah. I know. If I don't hear it now, there'll be a book on it later um, today. So Chris, that kind of, we can, we can kind of open the floor with that. I know you have opinions and I know they're strong. Uh, What would, what what, what was your take on, on um, Brad tanking? Yeah. You know, I think that he, let's put this, put this out there. First of all, it's very obvious that he's just trolling, right? I mean, he's not like, I, I wouldn't even be shocked if he, ends up just rolling it back and, and not, you know, not doing this. He's just trying to stir up controversy and, and to his credit, he succeeded. So good for him. Um, I think that in a, in a, you know, funnily enough, it actually benefits me more in most scenarios for him to lose. So, you know, we can, we can go into this a little bit more when we walk through some of the scenarios here in a minute for the seating, but if Dave loses, I still have to beat him by a significant number of points in order to overtake him on points scored for the one seed. And also, it doesn't really matter if you have the one seed or the two seed as long as you have the bye. Um, whereas myself, Holt, Trump, and Brad are all tied at eight and five. Hello? Hoff, Graham, I can still hear you. I think uh, I think Brad just sniped Bellman. <laughs> I think we've just I think we we've gotten big enough to where somebody's trying to silence us, and of all yeah, people, are trying to silence Chris. Oh, man, yeah, he just he just he we just lost him. Graham, do you have any um, update for the people while we kind of try to stall and, and kind of buy time for our technical director to kind of get Bellman back on the line? Uh, do well, you have any jokes? Do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Well, my, my biggest thing is, is have you seen that, uh, and he might be trolling, I don't even know anymore, that Bellman's also, Bellman's also benched his entire team against Corey. Oh, my gosh. Do you think he's doing that like a, as a, like a stand of solidarity? Like um, just to be like, we, we stand with Brad or do we stand against Brad by doing this? Because you could, you could argue it both ways. Because if, if, he's, if he's doing the same thing as Brad, he's being like, hey, I support Brad's move and I'm doing it. But on the other hand, he could also be doing it in a way to he's like, oh, I'm doing this ironically to slap Brad in the face and then just. Or, or he could be on. doing this in a way to, to get get you. Because basically, if Corey wins. Oh, no. Yeah. Like you, you need Corey. To oh, lose shoot. You win. Yeah. No. Huh? I didn't even realize that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, yeah. we need to get. If that is the case, we need to get this line and i need to sound like i knew that that's what was actually happening because i had no idea that was happening i just kind of assumed that <sighs> shoot well graham tell, tell us this how are you um we, we spend a lot of time focusing on the guests but you know it's it's huh. it's a two-way conversation right it's a two-way huh. street 
Uh, how are you? You sound you don't you don't sound um, yourself. And I know there's a little backstory, but I'm sure our tens of listeners would love to, to hear how you are doing as well. I am I'm doing better than I was on like Wednesday and Thursday for sure. Um, I have just I, don't, I guess I just got a really bad cold. Yeah. Or, but like to the point where I was quite nervous and went to get a I got a COVID PCR test. Mm-hmm. I waited an hour and forty five minutes for that test, which is gracious. outrageous. But um no, I am feeling I'm feeling much better. Yeah. I, we Alice and I took Friday off. Um and we drove to the sea because I was convinced that being around sea air would help me. And I think that it has actually. Um so we drove down yesterday morning and have just kind of like walked around, walked by the water, hiked up on the cliffs around, um, went to different villages and stuff. Yeah. Hopped in tons of pubs. Yeah, it's been good. Fantastic, man. What's the the last thing you heard? (laughs) Uh, Chris, before you got snapped by the digital Thanos, who we're saying is Brad at this point, um, who's trying to silence you. Uh, Graham, where did we lose him at? He was talking about the scenarios and the tanking, I believe. You've been gone for like three minutes or so. You've been gone for three years, mate. That's incredible. It feels like I got snapped away then. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's. So what I was saying. Bring it back. Yeah. So I think if I left lost of the scenarios thing, it's we'll get a little more into this later on. But basically, it's better for me that Brett loses this week um, Mm -hmm. than it is for him to win. Just given that basically, if he were to, if Dave were to lose and I were to win, I would still have to beat Dave by like 50 something points uh, on mm-hmm. the point scored in order to overtake him for the one seed. Additionally, the one seed doesn't really matter. It's really, as long as you have the one or the two, you get the buy. So, you know, who, who really cares? Um, I actually would rather Brad lose because he's tied with me now. So if I were to lose and he were to win, then then he would have that, uh, he would have a better mm-hmm. record to take the two seed. So I My think. hurts. Yeah, we'll get into the scenarios later. But bottom line is, it's more on the principle of the matter. Uh, you know, the, we've, we may not have ever voted on this in the offseason specifically saying it's illegal to tank and here are the punishments. But we have had, we've never really had to. That's been kind of the understanding. And we've made the loser, loser's punishment and trade deadline are both things we've done specifically in the spirit of preventing people from, you know, not setting their lineups or stopping caring later in the season once they've either already missed the playoffs or made the playoffs um, or intentionally tanking or trading people around. Um, and, you know, and in this case, it may not, because the playoffs are pretty much locked up and it's all about seeding, this may not have as much of an impact now, but it's the precedent that matters. And Hoff, imagine if I had done, if I did, did this this week against Corey, who's a person you need to lose this week, it would be yeah, – that'd be a big deal if I were like, I already have my playoff spot locked up and I really want to see Hoff dance. So I'm going to intentionally lose to Corey. That way he has one less person who he can potentially, you know, leapfrog yeah. for that position. And it'd be, that'd be well, a big problem. That would be a big problem. And, and Chris, uh, we do have a source uh, outside the organization who just confirmed with us uh, you haven't – set your lineup yet oh i know and yeah so yeah this you is, this is the uh you're, you're, so i i kind of need you to start your lineup mate uh because here's the thing that's exactly what i was thinking and uh-huh. uh by doing this you do shake up the league and do you really want to give me what i want and so and so Hoff, this is Trust me, don't. There, there's, there's no way that I'm not going to be playing my full strength lineup this week. So have no uh-huh. fear. But this is, it was to illustrate uh, a bit of a, a bit of a protest thing, and to illustrate how ridiculous it can get if I'm just okay. going to start Jalen Hurts on a bye, and that's the only thing I'm going to start to give the rest of my players a rest before the playoffs. Well, Chris, I'm conflicted because on one hand, I appreciate your out, outrageous gesture of a protest because you know I'm big. <laughs> I'm a big Greta guy. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand. Uh, in the spirit of the league, I've never been more against this move now because I I know there's the narrative that I do want the TikTok because, I, you know, I don't know why that narrative exists, but it exists. But I, I don't want this. I, I, this is this is the last thing that I want. Yeah, um, no, I mean, so, trust me, don't don't worry. I'll be playing my team. But this was this. Okay. The, your reaction is the point of me benching the lineup was for the for a day was just to. <laughs> 
to scare you a little bit into realizing how how ridiculous Brad's decisions are here. Well, consider me consider me scared. Um, I think it more kind of it, it was funny that you mentioned this as well. It's like you're right; we didn't vote on this in the off season, uh, and I did make a joke to it earlier. But I think I can find this quote from our uh, commissioner saying that he did indeed vote for this, or we did vote for this uh, in the off season. Uh, he said, and I quote, this was discussed when we talked about a trade deadline due to an emphasis on intentional tanking. Yeah. Christopher, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think that's real. I don't think, but like, I guess I'm confused because like, why would we ever have a conversation about intentionally tanking? Christopher? Graham? Oh, we lost. I, I, I literally thought that you just stumped him for a second. I was like, oh, my God. Can we, ever, uh, yeah. I've never known Bellman to be, like, speechless. That's right. Um, but, no, I think we lost him. Again. No, I'm, we're, let's play oh, the narrative that, that we now have we two Chris him. Bellmans. I had to oh, my gosh, they just multiplied. I, I, you, I cut, you caught it. Uh, he cut out when you said – I don't know what you were about to say, honestly. You were taking uh, – He basically yeah, – no. he, he stumped you, Bellman. He, I, he, yeah. He stumped you completely. It was something about the off-season voting thing. You you were reading a quote from Brian, so I, I'm assuming yeah, you're was, saying we did not vote on this in the off-season. We didn't vote I on just, it. Yeah, right. So, so like like I just said, we we never had a specific vote on you are or are not able to tank mm-hmm. a team, right? I mean, that's never been something that we've ever put right. pen to paper in the off-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe we need to. Maybe we maybe we really do need to start getting this. Um, you know specific and pedantic about our rules but the brian's point was the same one that i had made which was that the entire purpose of making a trade deadline and a loser punishment was to prevent this exact scenario from happening you know the idea being that if i've already missed the playoffs well i could just trade my entire team away to somebody who's in the playoffs um or if i've already if i'm already out then i'm just going to stop caring and stop managing my team Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think we lost him again, Graham. <laughs> hmm. I get the point. And I think what Bellman was about to say was uh, this clearly wasn't enough. And we should add a promotion relegation component to the league. There's uh, this thing. This thing is getting be insane. <laughs> yeah, Chris, I, I'm, I'm we getting were disconnected every minute and a half now. What is going on? My word. This is not what I expected. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm, but, I'm Chris, we, we, we finished your statement for you. Um, essentially, uh, the idea being and, – and correct me if I'm wrong here, but what you were trying to say was, uh, you know, we have the punishment to prevent tanking. We have the trade line mm-hmm. to prevent tanking. Clearly, that's not enough. And what we need to do is we need to add promotion relegation to our leagues <laughs> in order to prevent tanking so that oh. people don't move down to uh, a sub – league where they have to really fight it out and they lose the tv rights that they would gain by being in the premier uh premiership that's certainly not um what i thought and just before we even continue can you can you email me a link to this i may just try to do it on my computer if it that just keeps me yeah of course um anyway yeah you know i think that i think this is more just the spirit of the rules and the spirit of the league thing and you know it's Again, I, it's obvious Brad's trolling and just trying to stir up some, some trouble, but it's, you know, as I'm not even really mad at him more than I am at the people who are defending it just because they want to cause problems. And, you know, it's, uh, it's not surprising, I guess, but it's like this is the people who claim they care so much about this league and put so much into it are, are now just okay with it being made a mockery. And it's, it's, it's upsetting. That's fair. I, I agree with that. Uh, Graham, do you have anything to say? That, uh, or do you have any um, opinions regarding this? I mean, I think at the end of the day, right, I mean, we're all professionals. We're all mm. pro players. That's right. Um, we're, we're always going to approach every week as if um, we, we take it one week at a time. We play mm. to win, and yes. we're never looking a week ahead. And we, all we have is the matchup at hand. And I, you know, I think at the end of the day, all of us are going to go out there and try to win every game. Uh, I think Brad will come to his senses. Um, that's not the competitive nature of Brad that I know. Um, I mean, to be fair, 
I do kind of see a bit of it with him being such a big Louisville fan. There are yep. some, like, in terms the ways in which they cheat, I can kind of see this tying into his mentality here. However, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't think he'll change his ways. I mean, I, I think he will change his ways and, and, and go back to, to playing the game the way it's meant to be played. Um, but with, with, with that news that Bellman is just trolling, that does do you a lot of favors, Hoff. Um, mm-hmm. A lot does. of favors. Because uh, then, I mean, he should handedly beat Corey. Um, Grease is going to probably lose. Yep. And all I mean, this comes down you know, to the wire then between you and PT, doesn't you know, it? I, I, would, I would not assume that I'm going to handily beat Corey. I think even before I sat yeah. this, it's not working on it's my Corey. either. So hopefully this works. But, um, you know, Corey's projected was projected to beat my lineup even before I benched everybody. So I think yeah. by like two points. Yeah. So, you know, and my team has really been kind of putting some stinkers up the last couple of weeks. And I've scored 79 and 98 in the last two weeks. So it's been. Yeah. It's been not a great kind. I've had a lot of buys and a lot of things like that, uh, but it's not been a it's not been an easy go. Um, so I, you know, I think that it's not it's definitely not fair to say that Corey's just going to take an L here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe that uh, <laughs> really I think that here's the thing with Corey with Corey's situation is that obviously Hoff for you, no matter what, you have to win out. Like you have to That's win right. this next week. Period. Sort of been preaching in the locker room all week. Yeah, and so nothing else matters if you don't win mm-hmm. now if you do win you still require a handful of things to happen you need mm-hmm. between the four of will Corey, brian Grease, you need one of those people to lose mm-hmm. with varying different ad- additional pieces required on top of it you, you you pretty much are firmly ahead of both brian and Grease on points scored so either one of them losing and you winning effectively mm-hmm. guarantees you safety mm-hmm. um i think brian's a little a little over 100 points behind you Grease is like yeah. 200 points behind you of course. Um, now, Corey is only two points behind you coming into mm-hmm. this week. So you would have to maintain that two-point edge. Not Even if he were the one to lose um, and you were to win, you'd have to still – he can't outscore you by two points. So you got to make sure that, you know, if he and I That's go fair. to some massive shootout and he scores a bunch of points and I still beat him, it may not matter for you. Um, you just can't go to overtime. Yeah. And then, and then Will Moore technically could still be out, but he's got – He's got like fifty, oh, he's like points, 50 points clear. Yeah. yeah, so you'd have to you'd have to do some serious work on him. Now he did not start. I think it was Dalvin Cook that he yes, left on his he bench. He left him on the bench. Yeah, yeah. So that was a that was, that was an interesting move. Um, so that that could come back to haunt him. But I think I think he's probably safe. Um, sure. So that's the that's the big thing. Now with the rest of them, you know, Brian really is banking. He really needs to a just win, and then if he doesn't, he needs Grease to lose and. If we're being fair, Greece might have the worst roster constructed in the history of our fantasy football league as of right now. So I think that's probably safe to say that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and but he's you know he's a hundred points back of Brian. So I think that Brian really just needs to either win or have Greece lose, and he'll be safe. Greece pretty much if Greece loses, he's he's pretty much after assuming you win. Um, sure. So it's uh it's it's going to be interesting interesting final day coming down to the wire there. I think you got That's a right. lot of people fighting for that two seed. You got four of us tied for the two seed right now, and the tiebreaker will go to points scored. You know, yeah. Graham. Technically, you could sneak up there and and take it. Um, you you need a lot to have happen. You need four all four yeah. of us to lose, and you'd have to outscore me by like fifty or something. So yeah, I'm um, too I'm too yeah. far behind you, and I'm ninety points behind you. I don't think right, yep. that's too yeah. much of a swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to do some serious work. But you know, you're in the playoffs for the I mean, what first time? When's the last time you've made the postseason in this league? I guess I could pull up Brad's spreadsheet and find out. But I made it to the final at I mean many moons ago. Oh, that's but, true. Um, you did. It was twenty eighteen, uh, was wasn't like, it? Yeah, like what three years ago? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Two years you've had you've been yeah, two years of of drought, we'll say. Two, two, years the, two years of rebuilding. Two years of rebuilding, right? I true. mean, I, I blew my roster up after 2018 and paid off now, sort yeah. of. Yeah, and so and Brad's got you. I'm just looking at Brad's spreadsheet now here. He's got you as the worst fantasy manager of all time uh, in our league. I don't know if you have – I mean, I feel like that's probably a fair spot to have you given the uh, number of losses, but – yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that. Yeah, it's a it's a humbling 
term worst fantasy manager because that there's a lot of ownership mm. behind that. Sure. Um, which is very but here's the, here's the thing about a uh, Graham managed team is like it's always going to give you a strong four quarters. Yeah. Like those teams might not have, ta- have talent, but they you better believe that they have heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know it's 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 something. I think that you've you've now lost the league four times uh, in. I guess what is this? The six years that we've been recording it, not including this year mm-hmm. uh, on the spreadsheet. Okay. Um, so four of six losses. Uh, yeah, These are not, concerning it's statistics. Great. It's not great, but again, doesn't matter. The last time you were in the playoffs, you made the finals. And, so and also, that, you're only right. you're only as good as your current season. So that's I'm right. currently that's a nice playoff. Trade. I'm currently a playoff fantasy manager. Um, look, six other guys can't say that. That's right. Yeah. And if it makes you feel even better, Brad's got Dave as his second lowest all-time ranking, and he is very likely going to have the one seed and be in full position to win the championship this year. So I think if Brad's all-time rankings are of anything to go by, you might have some success. At That's what right. point do we need to start questioning the, um, Brad's regression model on Excel? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, what are the mac- what's now, what macros? What are the macros looking like? Did he to enable? Be, to be fair to Brad, I don't think this rankings includes this season as of yet. He has some parts mm-hmm. of the spreadsheet that do include this season, but I don't think he's he has mm-hmm. uh, filtered those picking, into the actual rankings uh, mm-hmm. at the moment. And he's focused. No, nope, yeah, he's, like he's got Corey right. number two. I imagine he'll drop after this year. Uh, you know, it's funny. The bottom three are Shumpert, Dave, and and you, Harry, and all three of those people are in the playoffs. So I feel like. It's kind of a big turnaround year for, for a lot of people. This is really vindicating. Yeah, I would like that basically the second of the – well, this offseason, I would like Brad to update his pivot table, run a new regression, and I would like to know where I sit. To be fair, even after this year, I will still have four of seven recorded losses, which is still sitting over 50%. Um, but if you're on that trophy, who cares? That's right. That it doesn't matter. All those hours yeah. at Waffle House will be worth it. My stomach still isn't right because of that. It's still <laughs> not. If it makes you feel uh, a little little bit of – you're not quite the worst season of all time uh, as far as points scored. Now, obviously, yeah, we right. moved to half-point PPR this year, so the, the scoring is going to be a little inflated as, as the years pass. But Grease had yep. 898 points scored in 2016. That was an iconic <laughs> season. That was iconic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's by far the lowest you had. Your lowest was in 2017, and we had 990. Uh, but nobody that's... else in the history of the league has a less than a thousand points scored uh, total. And Bellman, if <laughs> so... I remember correctly, that was that the year that you set Grease's lineup the last <laughs> week, and that lineup beat me. Which sent um, you into the playoffs instead of myself, or was that a different year? I think that was a different year, actually. I think that was the year. I think that may have been the very first year we did the fantasy league, so twenty fourteen. Wow, um, the one that, that, I, not, that I I think that was, uh, I was the your commissionership year. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I might be wrong on that, but I think that was when that was, uh-huh. and because uh, Grease, that was the year that he had not won a single game, um, and I think Grease has lost twice. And he lost in 2016, so I yeah. think he lost in 2014 as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that was the year that he had not won a single game until that very last uh, last week of the year. And he was playing you, mm-hmm. and I gave him some advice on, and I went and helped him with his lineup. And I went and picked up a number of players. Basically, just dropped his entire team and picked up a brand new team off of waivers, uh, including Jay Cutler at quarterback who mm-hmm. just popped off. And I, I honestly, I think that might be my, my greatest achievement in fantasy, despite having it was incredible. just getting that grease team to a, to a dub was maybe the best management well job I've ever done. Well, yeah. maybe there's more to come this, this upcoming season, but I distinctly remember you doing that. I think we were in the pie cap house or something. I just yep. didn't remember like, this is ill. This should be illegal. And I think that's where the bylaws <laughs> came in. And that's, uh, I mean, look, we're, we're, we're revising the laws. I think there should be a written document somewhere uh, logging all of these conversations. I'm, sh- I'm sure Corey uh, would be fantastic to have some sort of statutes or constitution that we could kind of refer back to. Um, but that's, that's a tale for another time. Tell me, th- tell me this, Chris. <laughs> um, if, you're, if you're the 
you know, the typical mom or pop, the the Joe sitting on their couch Sunday afternoon. Are you are you paying attention to the the teams higher up uh, who are fighting for that two seed? Or are you uh, are you watching that relegation battle at the bottom of the table? That's a that's a great question. Actually, I think that uh, this year with this the people we've got in this league, I think that it's a far more interesting. Uh, matchup at the bottom of the table right now. I would, mm. I would say that, you know, the one thing that I w- that could be better that I wish could be better um, is there, there are no matchups in the final week across those teams that could lose. Um, so nobody, nobody's playing each other who of, of teams that yeah. could be uh, the loser spot, which that would be some high drama if it were, you know, right. you versus Greece, for instance. Um, now, I guess that the, the upside there is that creates a situation where a lot of different people are technically in danger, whereas if it were you versus Grease, it would just be that. That would be the, the official toilet mm-hmm. bowl. Yeah. Um, so there's some positives and negatives, but I, I definitely be paying attention to those more. I mean, there's not a single team at this point that realistically uh, is not locked into the playoffs. I mean, PT would have to beat Graham by like 200 points or something in order to catch him, uh, which is just not going to happen, obviously. So the playoffs are pretty much sealed up. Seeding, you know, Dave is all but locked into uh, a bye at this point, um, most likely completely locked into the one seed. And so everything else is fighting for that two seed. And then after that, I mean, I honestly don't think there's any team that I would be excited to see in the first round. There's a lot of really strong, uh, strong teams here. And I think that's why getting that two seed is so important. Getting that bye will be huge because – I mean, looking at it as it stands right now, going into this week, right now, Dave is the one seed, I'm the two, uh, Holt's the three, Shump's the four, Brad's the five, and Harry's the six. And I don't want to see any of those teams three through three through six. Like they all – next week, once everyone's got their bye week, like players back, um, I, know, I think Holt's team's suffering a little bit from that this week, but all of those are pretty scary. So I think mm. just staying out of the first round will be big. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're just the – the neutral observer uh, with nothing to nothing to pull for. So basically your PT who is the only person in the league who cannot make the playoffs and also cannot lose. Uh, I think that uh, he, he's probably watching y'all's games more than he is ours. Well, it makes sense. Cause I will be playing him. Um, interesting. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Are there any other like Bellman, are there any other crazy scenarios that we haven't discussed? Um, or I know as well, you, you had like a bit more of um, like an update on, on where the current standings are versus the initial uh, projections. Yeah. So we can go look through that real quick. And, and before we do, actually, I, I will be remiss if I forgot Brad specifically wanted me to, I have to give credit to him for this analogy. Um, but we, he, we were talking, we were both on FaceTiming each other earlier this week. Um, think before the controversy arose but uh we were just kind of talking and catching up and we were talking about his spreadsheet because he had uh i think madison was at work and he had some time to work on his spreadsheet and update it so he was doing that and we were talking through it and we both kind of come to this conclusion that he you know he brought up but that brian might be kind of low-key not very good at fantasy football you're saying he's catfishing us i think that he brad's exact take was that brian is the new york giants he's kind of stumbled into one title and outside of that he's been pretty bad well he's 46 and 45 total record across the lifetime record across this league and that is i think i'm looking at it right now i mean it's bottom half and I think there's only like a handful of people. The only people who are worse are Graham, Hoff, Grease, and Dave. It's not Aside, a great company to be in. So his average finishing position is sixth, which is like bang on in the middle. Right, yeah. very mediocre, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a playoff. He's only made the playoffs three times uh, across our league. Um yeah, he does have a title, but again, it's like he's, he's stumbled into that one title, and then outside of that, he's been pretty mediocre. I mean, his his total points scored is is okay. Uh, it's sort of again seems somewhat in the middle, not terrible, not great. 
Um, but yeah, we've just decided Brian Horncastle is the New York Giants of fantasy football, just sort of like very mediocre every year, except for one year where he just gets lucky and stumbles into a championship. Hmm. Interesting. And I, I think put the, put that out there. I don't know how he could possibly argue with it. I'm sure he'll try to find a way. I'm uh, sure we voted on it in the off season. And he's we, right yeah, in some way. I'm sure we did. And it's you know he'll find a way to argue that in the same way he tries to argue that Ryan Tannehill's a top five quarterback, but neither one of them will be true. He has regressed this season. It's been a rough he's one. Not, he's not very good, guys. It's okay. I mean, look, I've got I've got Gardner Minshew as my great next hope, so it's sort of no Jalen. Jalen is. I didn't want to say it, but Jalen is is the guy in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's not. A, it's not a been. It's not been a great year to be an Eagles fan. It's been mostly just sadness and. You you still in the playoff hunt? That's true, and I'm just I'm coming off of the Braves World Series, so I guess I can't. It, it has. I think that it has dulled. I, I've definitely been upset with the Eagles this year, but. You know, being able to go watch highlights of Jorge Soler hitting a 7,000-foot home run in the Astros park has been able to dull the pain. So. Well, well, Chris, tell me this. If Jalen – like, let's, let's, let's talk scenarios for, for mm. just a few bit, minutes longer. Uh, if if Jalen gets you all to the playoffs, and, and let's yeah. say he wins a game. Let's say he goes with a Tim Tebow, and he, like, he pulls off the shocker against some random team. It's, <laughs> it's, it, surely he's the guy. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, obviously at this point be on the road because it's very unlikely to win the NFC East. Um, I would say that, you know, I really, as much as I'll just complain, and again, this might just be my, me being softened by the fact that I've had sports success, but like he and Nick Sirianni both make me infuriated to watch them sometimes. But I think that, yeah, they they sneak into a playoff spot strictly because the NFL has expanded the wild card not teams. Uh, and then they get a win. I mean, like, I, I don't see how you can let them go. About mm-hmm. that's right. Nope, you're still here. Nope, yeah. you were still here. Now he's. Oh, uh, we lost them. Unbelievable, uh, Graham. Well, I was going to ask Bellman this question, but I, I guess I'll, I can lead with you first. That's um, me. You know, we. I'm, I'm getting oh, scary. Wait. I'm getting scary efficient at jumping back into this thing. Yeah, this is this is frightening, Chris. Well, I was going to ask Graham this question to kind of buy time for your your third return, um, but I'll go ahead and ask you uh, because you know, as a part of the Nashville contingent, you personally have been a, shrouded with controversy this season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What has been your favorite controversy that you have either been a part of, started, or inflicted upon um, our league this season? Interesting. I feel like all three of those can be said for <clears throat> Bellman in a number of these controversies. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You know, I think um, when you say favorite, do you mean the one that I enjoyed being a part of or one that I was like the most ridiculous? Or what are we, what are we looking for here? Uh, let's say the second. What was the most ridiculous? I think that the, the, the loan deal thing was the most ridiculous thing for sure. I think – it's just. It was. I mean, ridiculous I th- that you would even try to do that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think. I think that um, there's two things that that frustrate me the most, whether it's that or, or just any controversy, I guess, or any, any of the things that have happened this this year in the league, is a when, you know, we've we've had these like we've had situations in the past, whether they've been you know, deliberated in, in the summit, which is shoddily run at this point. Um, or huh. we have little, little ricochet shot at Corey, but uh, you know, whether it's officially discussed in that, in that setting or it's something that, you know, there's precedent in the league for it having happened in the past. Um, and then people who just haven't paid attention all of a sudden getting up in arms because it affects them. And then you kind of have the, the woodwork, just shows up and and all these people who just want to troll and don't really care uh in making their opinions known when really it's only one guy who cares about anything who's that's that uh, pt that's sort of frustrating um for sure and i think the other thing is is there's sometimes i feel like and maybe this is this is partially uh partially on me um but i think there's a lot of times we'll say some stuff and group me that's just like not that serious 
um, you know, like the tone is meant to be sort of joking or, you know, poking at somebody or messing with somebody a little bit. And then it gets taken very, very seriously by certain people who then have the situation escalate. And then it does become like everyone's frustrated or like irritated with, with something or somebody or each other or whatever. Uh, and those two, that kind of sucks. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say that we've gone into any of these controversies being like, man, I'm just going to shit down someone's throat and get really angry about this. Like even the Brad thing, I was mostly just trying to mess with him because he and I had been texting about it before it even got brought to the group me. Uh, and then, of course, it just gets like blown out of proportion probably. But, mm-hmm. um, well, Belma, yeah. tell me this. Uh, over under uh, 3.5 times you and Brian have been in cahoots this season. Cahoots, cahoots, yes. Um, you know, I actually have not. This is actually pretty crazy. I don't think. I'm I'm trying to remember. I don't think that I've executed a single trade this year, uh, which is crazy because I typically enjoy getting trades done, but just nothing ever seemed to work out whenever people, you know, I approach people or, or vice versa. So really, you know, we're talking about being in cahoots here. Mm-hmm. If, cahoots. If, if these loan deals slash trades are cahoots, I would say I've, I've technically not been in cahoots with anybody the entire season. And in fact, I would say that what you and Graham did at the, the Fulham Stadium, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's where you were when you were watching that that's game right. and you cahooted against Corey to try and cut him out of a trade deal. You know, that's, that's truly more cahoots than anything that I've wow. done this year. That changes and the I, headline. And, and, I, and I fully support you because it's just called making trades. And, you know, this – this idea that we need to like have all of our trade discussions and pre-screen everything with the arbiter that is, I don't know, Patrick Thomason in group me is, is a little bit silly. Every trade happens quote behind closed doors. Like nobody's talking about it openly with everybody. It's all in text messages and, and things. I think that's all fine. Um, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I cahoot with Brian very often. In fact, I just got done this podcast saying he was a very mediocre fantasy manager and, uh, I hope would you he say loses. He's a, yeah. Would you I say he's he a very media? Oh wow! Bad this year. Wow. I really want him to lose. I want. Would you, I want yeah. him doing TikTok dances more than I want anything else in this league. No, there's nothing <laughs> that would make me happier than than having Brian doing TikTok dances. Um, would you also say that about his commissioner performance as well? No, he's a lot better than you. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I just want. Uh, I just want somebody. Off. I just want somebody to say. You sucked. I was okay. No, I, I love you, but you sucked. That was terrible. And and maybe that's part of Brian's problem is that he has to focus so much on dealing with the, you know, the constant whinging of half the league that he isn't able to focus on his team. One could say that's the case. Mm. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. but I think I think he's he's been fine. He's been great as the commissioner. I think that. You know, we've got a lot more organization in this league than we do in a lot of others. And he's got, you know, he gets help from, from various people, whether it's, you know, Corey doing the, uh, you know, the summit and planning prigs. And, you know, everybody gives Brian his, their feedback, I'm sure, and is texting him all kinds of things half the time. So he deals with a lot. And uh, I think that all in all, we've got, you know, pretty solid group here. And, uh, I mean, I, I think this is the thing that we all look forward to getting together to do this every year. So that's, if it's been that successful for as long as it has been, I don't think you can complain about the person who's been in charge of it. Well said. Well said. Well, awesome. Let me, I think that's that you saying you want Brian to lose Bellman leads on quite well, I think, to just a bit of an, an update on everyone's initial um, yes. picks to win and lose and kind of where those, uh, where those people are now. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good uh, callback. I think we tried to get to that earlier and I got disconnected again. So let's see if we can get through it this time. Um, so of the people, we'll just go through the people who were on that call for the draft. Uh, you had Dave, Brian, Brad, Corey, PT, Holt, and myself were those that attended on the uh, Skype or Zoom call, whatever we did uh, during the draft. Um, so we'll go through the predicted winners first. This is all post-draft, like after we'd seen the uh, seen the results, analyzed rosters. We all went through and gave everybody grades and that kind of thing, and then picked a winner and loser at the very end. Um, so the the winners we had, Dave thought that he was going to win. He said that, Love that, which you know, call his shot, and he's gotten the one seed. So can't can't you know? Look, he put himself out there. If he had been a bad team, he would be getting mocked, but. 
confidence from the from the from the get go, and he's gonna gonna come out probably at ten and four and and uh, have a fantastic season. So good for him. Uh, Brian Dave. and I both said Brad would be the winner uh, based on his initial team. Um, you know, to be fair, I probably was doing that a bit of as a reverse jinx. Uh, you know, just trying to make sure the more you can get Brad into his own head and get him a little cocky, the dumber mm-hmm. decisions he typically tends to make. Um, but you know, he, he's done, he does have a good team, so I think that's fair enough. Uh, Brad and PT also picked Dave to win. Um, so again, they seem to identify something strong there. Uh, Corey picked you, Harry. Oh, um, I feel bad for shit talking Corey so much now. Yeah, you should. And then Holt picked Will Moore. So really the only person, uh, whose, whose team does not have it, whose pick initially does not have a chance to be correct is Holt. So. I think Will Moore is eliminated uh-huh. from the playoffs. So everybody else yeah, yeah. still has their pick still has a chance. Uh, a lot of people like Dave, and I think that was pretty clear from the beginning. His team was very mm-hmm. strong. And it's yeah, you know, yeah. you know, fair play to him because I think he had McCaffrey, who was not in the, for most of the season, and yeah. still managed to maintain a pretty strong roster. So I think you know, he's he's shown a lot this season on being able to manage that roster around a guy who has tanked many a fantasy football manager in the past by being injured nonstop. Um, the loser prediction is pretty easy to get through because every single person picked off. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So literally to a man. In fact, I wrote, I, I wrote on mine. Uh, I say PT just to be different, but really it's off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, every single person on the draft thought that your team was the worst. Um, and, you know, I'll be honest, it wasn't particularly close. I think that you've suffered some uh, from bad luck and, and points scored against you. I know you haven't, I don't have the, I'm afraid to exit the. Uh, it's 1500. I've had 1500 points scored against me this season. Yeah, Which you had the most. Yeah. yeah. I, Grant, I, like the, the two weeks that I needed a win to make this week a little more entertaining. Cause I think if I would have had one win, that would have put me up um, above and like within, like I could lose this week and still not be um, in trouble. But I yep. Graham, you put up 150 points on me and I believe Holt this next week put up 150 points on me and I had yep. put up like 120. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been a tough season for the last if it makes if it makes you feel any better, you know, one of those two things is one, if we were to rank the league based purely on points scored, you would be the six seed. So you'd be in the playoffs. That hurts um, so badly. You know, however, this is it was Corey, I think it was Corey, right, who put that scenario out there um, regarding the, the final non playoff team gets like the six seed. You have five teams seeded based on record in Excuse me. Then the six seed would be the highest scored. scoring non-playoff team. I, I'm 100 um, percent with Corey on this. Yeah. So in this case, this year that would have been Will Moore. I'm and I'm he, completely against this then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you'd be in striking distance technically. This you'd have to score, I guess, 50 points more than him this week to to claim that spot. But he's got 1440 as of this last week uh, point score, and you're at 1392. Gracious. So you're just behind what? him there, you would have been the, the highest points non-playoff team. What would we do in the off chance that the person in last place had scored the most as a non-playoff team, but also was in last place just because Good they question, got man. like absolutely ran over each week? With yeah, so it, it would be the it'd be. I would imagine, that's a good question. I guess we have to talk about that if we Thank want to you. make that change. Uh, I think that I I assume that it would just go to. to whoever was next to last right i mean because like the the idea is you you just alter i don't know if there's a way to do that in espn setup maybe there is but i i guess you just have to have the commissioner like everyone would agree to that rule and then right and then the commissioner at the end of the league at the end of the season would just go and adjust the standings and the playoff picture to make it all fit and make it all work Mm. within our in our setup so i guess i mean I, i assume that would be just whoever is the the next last person. So in this case, that'd be Grease. If well, I guess in this case it would still be Hoff. But if if Hoff were to somehow outscore Will, that would be Grease would be the next the next man up. Um, you know the playoff picture. Incidentally, if you just score it based on points scored, doesn't well, 
it changes a little bit. It's still Dave is the one seed, me is the two seed, but then Holt is the three, Will Moore is the four, Harry's the five, and Hoff is the six. So if you scored, if you did like playoff that. appearances just on points scored this year, it would be Will and Hoff would, would uh, scoot their way in there and you'd have Shumpert um, and Brad fall out. So that's oh, I like that. Something interesting to keep in mind there. Uh, well, that's something we can perhaps vote on in the off season, or just say that we did, and then set and just go with it. Mm, that uh, looks yeah. good. Yeah, that could look. Um, there is one more thing I wanted to. I don't know if we're probably winding down here. I'm not sure where we're at on time because I've disconnected a bunch of times, so it's only telling me 13 minutes. Um, but I did want to say I talked to Hoff a little bit about this, um, and it was something that I had typed into the group me and clearly was ignored. Um, because you know, I'll say I'll save I'll save the, the the book reading thing for my cancel culture call out thing at the end. But you, the uh, you know, there's an idea I had that I think it would have to probably you know get buy in on this, and it's just kind of is what it is. But um, for the loser this year, not changing, not changing at all what what the punishment is. Still be the TikTok dances posted to TikTok, one for each loss. Uh, and to be clear, I know there's some confusion, I think, with Grease's episode. It's not just like videos of yourself doing whatever you want, putting it on TikTok. It seemed like that may have been a piece of confusion there. Like it's You have to go do like the popular TikTok trend dances things like that these random you know, teenage girls are doing. That's the whole deal. So that's put that out there. But also my, my thought was, since it's already cleanly labeled as for every loss that you had you'd have to do a dance maybe make each person who beat you so like every loss that you got at the hand of so if i you know if i beat let's say hoff uh loses i did not beat hoff this year um i would not get to pick a dance for him but whoever every person who did beat him gets to pick one tiktok dance and then there would have to be some like obvious like again same rule applies it can't just be like hey hoff go and strip and do something really inappropriate it'd have to still be like one of these popular tiktok dances but then mm-hmm. that way it gives a little bit of interaction with with the rest of the league and like we're all picking yeah. the, the dances that you're doing i thought that'd be an interesting little wrinkle to it that uh, that we'd have to get everyone to obviously agree to because then you know i don't i don't think it really changes much about what you have to do because you still have to do the dick you still have to post the dances but it makes it more interesting for everybody mm-hmm. else one one qu- i think that's a good idea bellman i think, I think great, like, yeah. yeah i'd actually i would be very up for doing that one quest or one clarification i had is i seem to remember at the very beginning of all this the deal was you made the tiktok dances but you had to post them on your instagram story have i made that up or is that true that could be true i actually don't that might be the case i don't because remember. Like, you'd have to go I, double check that I thought that was the case because if someone, like for example, if I were to post it on a TikTok, I have followers on TikTok, right? Um, and like Fair. it just it does somewhat take away from that punishment. Um, just as, as a side, as a side point. Back to your original point, I think that's I think that's absolutely fair. Like it doesn't change the actual crux of the punishment. You're still doing however many dances, regardless. So that part's still true. And it's all like there's still going to have to be the quote unquote like popular TikTok dances. So nothing really changes. It just makes it more yeah. interactive and fun. And I already know the one. Yeah, I thought, I thought that do. could be Hoff. Hoff to do. Yeah, I thought that could be an interesting uh, thing to it. The other thing I thought, and this might just have to be at the, you know, the loser in some of these punishments, it's always nice when they kind of go the extra mile and just have fun with it, you know. Because um, if, 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 if some of these can just be really lame, like when Holt had to do the, um, the combine, combine. like he, you know, he kind of had, he had fun with it and had his dad record stuff and did, did all that kind of thing. But, you know, somebody could have just walked out there with some shitty camera and like run up and down a field twice and then been boring and lame. So like when you have fun with it, it's more enjoyable and a good time. I think that the other, the other thing they could do as like put, do a little side by side of somebody who's actually doing this dance. So we see what you're trying to do and uh, have a little contrast of like, here's Hoff doing the dance. And then here's like, you know, whatever random TikTok teenage girl is, is doing this exact same thing. So we get to see Hoff Hoff right next to some uh, 
random Gen Z chick. <clears throat> but those are just two ideas of the punishment that I had last, like last week or some point. That I thought would be. I think it's a great idea. I don't idea, know if we have time to enforce them at this point because people will just bitch and moan and bring up loan deals or something. But I think that uh, I think it'd be cool to, to try to add those two things in here at the last second. Look, well, I, 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 as the as the two podcast hosts, Hoff, don't we? I mean, we could just make that into law, can't we? We have yeah, the audience. Much. That's right. Yeah. We have. You, the guys, 10, you guys can just like. Followers. For y'all, basically, are CNN. You can just kind of make the narrative whatever yeah. you like. Breaking breaking news, everybody. Uh, new law just got enforced by uh, the contingent and the Hov and Harry podcast, saying that the we the person who will remain nameless because it hasn't been decided who will do these TikTok dances. I mean, perfectly clear. It could be me, but it's not necessarily me. Whoever has to do it has to get input from the people that they lost to which if you guys are saying this that means hypothetically speaking you guys would not have input as to the dances that i would hypothetically do if i don't win i would correct right oh wait graham we did play did did we play twice we did play twice graham you you would have half of an input yeah, yeah, so you, so you get you to pick one, one dance the... instead of two. Yeah. All right. Shit. Yeah. So like Hard if Grease if Grees well. lost, then I would get to pick one of his as well. Um, yeah, I and, think that's and, a great idea. On, to be honest. Yeah. Like not to like. Cool. Yeah, not to strap the kamikaze bomb to my chest and like grab take everyone else down with me, but I will commit to that if I do indeed get last place. And whoever does get last place, I hope they respect that and do it as well. Um. So yeah, Gosh, that sounds great. Honestly, honorable, yeah. honorable man, especially for a German. I, I I'm trying to uh, <laughs> rebuild our people, and <laughs> that is uh, that is the way to get started. Uh, but perhaps that segues into the final segment of the show, Chris. It is uh, it is 2021. Mm-hmm. We live in a cancel culture. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, we call people out. We virtue signal. We say get your vaccine. Uh, whatever, whatever is the narrative at the time, uh, who, uh, who would you like to tell to get their vaccine? Yeah. You know, I, uh, I guess since we're going to do the, the virtue signaling aspect of this, I'll just lean real heavy into that and say that, you know, obviously there's a, there's a fair bit of trolling involved in this, but it, it is, uh, at some point when we, this, this, the, the meme of, okay, we're not going to read four sentences posted in group name, uh, when we're all supposedly college educated people who can read, like maybe, maybe if you care about the league at all, you'll actually read what gets put in the group name and then you won't have issues when you run into them, you know, a few months or years later where you're taken by surprise at the fact that loan deals are a thing or that they've been done before, or you won't be taken by, like, for example, with this, with this exact, this uh, loser punishment here at the end. There are people who could say maybe they lose and then they're like, well, I didn't want to read a book or something. Well, you know, you don't get to claim that you care about the fantasy football league if you don't want to put the 30 seconds it takes to read, you know, a day's worth of group me real fast. And, uh, and I think that, that people who aren't willing to put that little bit of extra thought and work into its opinions probably just shouldn't be taken as seriously. That's fair. Would you like to call anyone out specifically about that? Uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, the trolling from Brad and Brian and whoever else is kind of is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep hammering into PT on this. PT and Grease, those two. Let me tell oh. you. Let so me tell you. Yeah. The two of them so, floating in here with some opinions over the last few weeks and specifically over this last week about things when they clearly don't know what's going on has been. It's been something else, and I love yeah. both of them. But man, huh. y'all gotta pay attention. Graham, do you think it's time to group Brad into the Nashville contingent? Because what I'm hearing from this is you have Nashville native Brian, also Nashville native Brad, and current Nashville resident Chris Bellman, all mm-hmm. perhaps in cahoots with I one another. I want to be clear that I'm, I'm just as much of a Nashville native as Brian is. He was not born here. <laughs> no all right, so we have three, three Nashville natives um, perhaps in cahoots uh against two non-nashville natives well Hoff, to make will more please don't forget will more yeah will more and to make matters worse Hoff, i'm a nashville native and we are basically now the media arm of the national mm-hmm. contingency 
my god! And Hoff, you've been saying you want to move to Nashville. So you're basically a future Nashville contingent. Am I, Graham? Are are we in cahoots? I think we are. <laughs> we are the media arm of oh the contingency. We're Shit. basically the CNN yeah. to. Yeah. to uh, well, we're the Fox News, the Trump administration. Oh my gosh. You are the OAN of the Trump administration. All this time, I thought we were helping people by exposing the <laughs> truth. Are we the problem? Where did we go I wrong? I think you are. And, are I, and I, you know, one thing I'll say before we sign off here, it has nothing to do with the call-outs anymore. I, re- I, I know that, like, the, the podcast is, has been, I'm sure, a lot of work for both of y'all. And it's not like you're, you know, you're, just, you're still getting to talk to friends and stuff, but y'all are committing X number of uh, hours or whatever every week and having to deal with planning and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I've appreciated it this last season. It's been something fun to look forward to every week, even though we give you a hard time for it. Um, you know, obviously I've been, I listened to every episode and, and as much to Shepard's dismay, live commentary on half of them. Um, so I, I've, I've, I hope this continues next season. I hope it continues into the playoffs. You know, honestly, I think, of course, I think I've mentioned both of you, mentioned this to both of you, um, independently but i think it'd be really cool especially in the postseason when you have this natural kind of matchup based element uh to do sort of like a you know maybe smaller segments with with the people and be like you know, hey first round is holt against harry and obviously harry's a host so you'd only have to have holt on but you kind of mm-hmm. just have the two of them on and pit them against each other and or and talk and talk a little smack and talk about their matchup that kind of thing and uh, just an idea, but I, I would love to hear, hear this continue on with the postseason because it's been good. I don't want to lose it. Well, Bellman, I know I appreciate that. I know uh, one of the reasons I moved away from the U.S. is not feeling the um, verbal affirmation from my friends, and I escaped to a city <laughs> where I got that support. Um, so to hear this from you is uh, oh, it brings a tear to my eye. I'll be honest; it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Serving the people. Well, let, me, let, let me be clear. This was all this praise is directed toward Graham. You have uh, been a side, a side, a side show yeah. to this whole thing. <laughs> that was the greatest 30 seconds of my life where I thought there was some positive affirmation from uh, oh. my not so supportive friends. But you thought so wrong. I, I tease, I tease. It's, you've, you've done a great, I know you've been leading the show on this. And so you've been, you know, driving, driving Harry, who's been sick for the past week to actually get things done. Yeah, it's a team it, effort, and it, Graham no, is a half. A... It, it it's of such a little team effort from my end. You literally <laughs> you organize everything, you edit everything, you put it out, you like do research. I just show up when you tell me to show up. Guys, so, this is too too supportive. This, this is too is much. Your... I'm crying right now. This is your thing. Well, before it gets too emotional, let's let Bellman have the rest of his day. Um, I'm gonna pop some. Benulin cold and flu pills, um, chug some water, and then rip some ass and get in bed. Beautiful. Hey, love it. Appreciate it, guys. Glad. Uh, thanks for staying up late to make this happen. Cheers, Bellman. Say hi to Alice for us, Graham. After saying that, yes. And um, also, Nishushka. I met Nishushka on the phone. Let, let me let me That's grab true. her. Alice, say hi to the contingency. Hello, I'm so honored to be on the podcast today. Oh, Alice, my gosh. Have you heard so anything British. about the Nashville contingent? He said, have you heard anything about the Nashville contingent? Basically, it's a Bellman, Brian, a couple other boys who Shell block vote more or less things. I don't really know what you just said, but yeah. <laughs> she's, against, she's firmly against it. That's all she, I heard. Alice does not care. <laughs> As the as the media are as the media arm of our contingency, I need a little more support from you there, Brandon. That's on me. I, I'll uh, I'll take it up in the off season. Indeed, you better. Well, all right. Awesome. Say hello to Nishushka for me. You have my word. All right. All right. Juicy. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>